as I was struggling over the last four years of everything that had happened in that last marriage, I knew, and I spent that time with Jesus, I knew that there had to be something better and there had to be something different and there had to be something more that could not have been the life that he meant for me. So it was faith of things not seen. Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Sisters, welcome back. It's Nadine McGowan with Purposeful Living and Linking Arms. And today I am joined by a dear sister, Carmen Browning Burns Shaw. Say that 10 times really, really fast. Uh, I love it. Carmen, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. And Carmen is a mom. She has five kids, three adopted, one biological, one stepchild. And the topic we're to talk about today is just healing. As many women, we have all faced some kind of trauma, some kind of challenges in our life. And, you know, trauma and challenges can either, um, hurt us or they can, they can grow us, right? They can either make us hide or they can make us shine. And I love Carmen's story because this woman has been through some things, man, from childhood on. I don't know if I'll have time to dig into all of them, but, but the way that you have risen, Carmen, is just beautiful and it's encouraging and it's inspiring. And your story is just just amazing, just amazing. And so thank you for sharing it with us. Let's dive in. And why don't you just tell me, um, let's just dive into to the, I, gosh, there's so much trauma that I don't even know where to begin, right? But like, let's dive into your adult trauma. Uh, some of the things that have happened since you've been married and some of the challenges you've had. Um, so we can just start with your first marriage. You can tell us a little bit about that, how long you guys were married, some of the challenges you had with ch- ch- with um, conceiving children and kind of how that all went. And we can dive through it and talk about how God has used it and redeemed it for good. Okay, sure, Nadine. Um So I was married for the first time for 20 years um, to my high school sweetheart. Um, And um, that marriage at the time I thought was okay. Um, I mean, we got along pretty well. Um, I thought we were best friends. Hindsight being 2020, I realize now that that's not the case. Um, That's been 10 years ago. Um, And um, we ended up adopting three children together. Um, We were having trouble conceiving and 
we went into the adoption process fairly early. I was 27 and um, primarily because I was called at an early age, yeah. um, believe it or not, about 13 to work with children of a minority. Um, and God called me to do that, um, as odd as it may seem. But um, so that is the avenue that we started seeking. Yeah, and, and your first adoption was was a challenging one, right? Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Yes, we were seeking a private adoption and we connected with a lady in Texas yeah. um, who was pregnant um, with a set of yeah. twins. And we talked for quite a while. Um, our attorneys had actually worked together with each other. We were in Kentucky, she was in Texas and they had worked e with each other prior to um, so everything was going together smoothly as yeah. seemed to be, should have. And um, it got time to fly to Texas, which we did with two car seats. Because um, you were adopting twins, when we got there, right? Yes, we were adopting, you were adopting twins, twins yes. and you and bought two of everything, right? Two twin, two, everything. You were ready. We did, except the crib, because we were yep. told that it was better for them to sleep together they'd been in the womb together um and so when we got there odd things kind of started happening um kind of like she was starting to change her mind her so-called aunt um and the hospital and said that she was starting to change her mind which you know made us apprehensive and long story short um the lady was not her aunt um she was not 22 years old named casey she was 42 years old, named Stacy, and she had made the entire pregnancy up um, because wow. she had had many miscarriages. Um, her yeah. husband had left her, and she said that she felt if she had something that somebody needed, she would feel needed. Yeah. Yeah. How devastating that must have been for you. But it just goes to show that hurt people hurt people, right? So she was in pain. And so she, instead of using her pain for good, she used her pain to, to fill this gap that that <laughs> that wasn't going to get filled the way she was trying to get it filled. But then it ended up hurting you. Goodness, I can't even imagine that. So yeah, it was it was a gut wrenching feeling. I can so only here we go fly back to Kentucky with two yeah. car seats, go back home. Oh, my everything. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. I can imagine. And tell us how God has redeemed that with your, with your first successful adoption. Cause that's such a beautiful redemptive story. We, um, it was a few months later and we got a call from our attorney saying there were four minority babies. This was 22 years ago Yeah, um, that they were looking for homes for. Um, and so we got connected with a birth mother, um, in Kentucky and we met her in November. It was the weekend before Thanksgiving, no, yeah. the weekend after Thanksgiving um, in 1999. And we went and we met with her. And so she decided to go with us as her chosen couple. Yeah. And we went through prenatal visits with her through the rest of the pregnancy until March of 2000. And we got to see him be born. And he was the first successful adoption at the Blanchfield Community Army-based hospital in Campbellsville, Kentucky. 
Ah, and it so was so beautiful. beautiful. Yes. yes, it was beautiful. I love it. And then since then, you've been able to adopt two more. And then, uh, and then I know that that marriage ended. Um, and I know that that wasn't something that you wanted. That was something that he had, he had initiated and had wanted. Um, yes. and I can only imagine what that must've felt like to have the, you know, your partner in life, your high school sweetheart want to end, <laughs> um, everything really. Yes. Um, he wanted to end the marriage, um, things had been rocky for a while. Um, yeah. He was suffering. Um, actually, he was suffering from an addiction that um, had been transpiring for about 10 years. Yeah. And at that point, um, I was still willing to hang in there, but sure. he wanted sure. out. So yeah. I gave him that out. Yeah. And then three years later, Three years later, I got a letter from the FBI that he had been arrested for one of three of a child porn ring in wow. Kentucky. Wow. And yes, and that he was in charge for the, um, the position of approving the pictures for that child porn ring. Gosh. And at that moment, I remember where I was standing, what I was doing. Um, I hit to my knees and then I ran quickly to the toilet, dry heaving. Sure. Sure. And things were running through my head. Like, who is this person? Yeah. As I was crying, how was I going to tell my children that they're never going to see their father again? Yeah. And that was 10 years ago. Yeah. How and they've never seen their father again. Wow. Gosh, that is, that is again, just a devastating circumstance that was out of your control, but you had to stand firm and be the single mom and carry your children and manage your own emotions. And again, I can't even imagine what that must've felt like. Um, and, and then you transition, right? And you transition really quickly to what you had called your rebound marriage. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I did. I transitioned pretty quickly. Uh, within two years, I um, transitioned quickly. I dated a few people, but then I met this man who I thought was this amazing Christian man who presented himself to be this amazing Christian man. Um, I got pregnant. Yeah. At about eight months in. Amazing. After how many years of not being able to conceive, by the way? Well, it was 15 years. Um, I conceived and got pregnant and had a miscarriage, but it was okay. 19 years whenever I conceived wow. with this man. Wow. Um, wow. And um, which was miraculous because yeah. they told me it was like a 0.05 per chance percent chance that I would ever have a baby or carry a baby without um, medical intervention which just miracle. wasn't me yeah but, um, so knowing that that was a miracle within itself um, yeah. I had so many mixed emotions not being married yeah working at a church I was in ministry at the time okay. yeah um but being completely thrilled that I was pregnant, but terrified. I was 41 years old. Oh, wow. Um, 
Yeah. I had so many emotions going through my brain and my body. Yeah. Of course, there was all the hormones at the side too sure. that I didn't know about. Yep. Yep. Um, so there was that. But um, we decided to get married. Okay. And soon after we got married, he completely changed. Yeah. Just like a light switch. Yeah. And that marriage was very verbally and mentally abusive. And spiritually abusive, right? Spiritually. From what I understood. Spiritually. Wow. Spiritually the worst. Spiritually yeah. the worst. Yeah. And how long did you stay in that abusive situation? About six years. Okay. And then, and then you pulled the plug after you had found out some information. If you want to tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so one Saturday morning, um, my phone rang and there was a lady at the other end and she told me that she had been having an affair with my husband for about a year. And yeah. she sent me videos, sent me pictures. She sent me texts to verify um, of what she was saying was true. She said she didn't know that he was married um, and that she was sorry. But basically he had worked his wedding ring in one day and she caught it. Um, and um, that she felt bad and she wanted to share with me. She had yeah. moved from another city um, in Missouri to be with him and his pre and his other daughter's school district so they could start a family together. Yeah. And that I can, again, imagine how devastating that must be enduring this abuse after everything you've been through to find this out. But it also seems like that was your um, release from the marriage as well. Yes. That's when I was done. I yeah. was done. Yeah. So you were released from that marriage. And now I want to hear about the healing. I want to hear about the healing work that you did and, and kind of what the, the healing journey truly that you went on and then the fruit of that. So I put myself in some pretty intensive therapy. Um, I went to a clinic and um, put myself through at least three different therapy programs because I needed to decide why I wasn't choosing um, the best men options. <laughs> yeah. um, having been sexually abused as a child, yeah. I knew there was probably some correlation. Um, and I went through what's called schema therapy. I went through DBT therapy. I went through inner child bonding. And um, then I went through life coach therapy, um, which I'm still in. And through all of those, what I learned the most was to be present in the moment. I learned to connect with the little girl that was inside of me that I had never learned to love before. Yeah. Because no one had loved her and protected her like they should have. Yeah. And, um, and I can honestly say now that I, I love her and she deserved more than she ever gave herself credit for and yeah. what she was settling for. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I just want to be an inspiration for women out there who have experienced or gone through anything similar is that there is hope. Yes. And with that hope, there is also work. There is work and digging deep inside that has to be done. Yes. Um, as hard as it is, and sometimes it is very hard. Um, the last four years, it's been almost four years. Um, there's been tough moments. Yeah. There's been real tough moments. Yeah. Um, but it's been worth every single bit of it. Um, one of the blessings that I received was having two years alone with just Jesus. Yep. Yep. Through a lot of prayer, a lot of devotion, retraining my mind yeah. um, from the religious abuse and just trying to soak in God's word. Um, and I still do to this day. Um, another blessing was my now husband, who is a huge supporter who is the biggest loving teddy bear, Jesus loving human being yeah. that I've ever met in my life. Like I finally feel like I finally got it right. We have an amazing marriage. Um, and not only has he been a blessing for me, he's been a blessing. He's been a healing agent for my kids mm. and for our whole family. Like they love him, um, which was from some pretty hard hearts. Yeah. So he broke through imagine. some pretty hard. I can imagine what these kids yeah. have been through, you know? And so for, for God to bring, I love that word, the healing agent, but you know, I, Carmen, I just have to say like you did the healing work, right? You, you pause at some point and said, okay, I need to heal. And through that healing journey that you went on for a few years and that time you spent with God and that time you spent truly healing that little girl inside of you, um, I think the reward of that, and, and it, kind of like what you said, like healing is a journey and healing is hard, but healing is worth it. And I think your story yes. is such a testament to that. And so you had shared with me a couple of things. There was three things that you would say that you would share with women, three takeaways I'd love to have you share those with, with, with our listeners right now. Okay. Yes. The first is perseverance. Yeah. Perseverance got me through so much. Um, little did I know when I turned 40, I had this Jesus tattoo and perseverance tattooed on the bottom part of my leg. Mm. And um, little did I know what, I was in for and how much that would mean to me later. Wow. Um, but the Bible verse Galatians six, nine says, and yeah. let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up as for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Yes. Perseverance. And that, that internal um, drive of just never giving up. Yes. Um, that is one thing that my parents instilled in me is never give up. Yes. Never give up. And 
it just continues to stay with me still to this day. There are days that I have bad days. There still sure. is. There's still sure. days that I just want to be like, you know, I'm done. <laughs> I give yep. up, but yep. I don't allow myself to give in to that temptation. Yep. And I just keep persevering, just keep going. So ladies, if you're out there and you can relate to what Carmen is saying about some days, I just want to give up and give in. Like some days it is just hard. I just want to encourage you to persevere. Let us not grow weary in doing good. So just keep going, ladies. It is worth it. It is worth it. Sorry, Carmen. I just needed to pause and like expand on that. What's your second one? The second one is you are enough through him. Yes. yes. 39, 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your words are wonderful. I know that full well. Yes. Um, I struggled my whole entire life wanting to be more, yeah. wanting more this, more that. Um, I think society as women is always pushing us to be more something. Um, more loving because there's nothing wrong with being more loving but be prettier be skinnier be a better wife be a better mom be a career person do it all and nobody can do it all it's always be more 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 the minute what I realized is the minute that Christ said it is finished when he took his last breath. That is when I was enough through him. Yes. And that's what I learned in the, the inner child bonding work. Yes. That's what I realized in that. That has meant more to me for my self-esteem and confidence than anything. And, and, Again, I want to pause here. I just have to pause and just remind you, ladies, like you are enough just as you are. Even with the ugliest parts of you, even with the parts of you that you're like, I could be, should be, would be doing more. Like you are enough just as you are. You are his masterpiece. You do enough. You are enough. You have enough. Like let us step into that and walk in that identity. Thank you for sharing that. Go on to your next point. Is faith. Yes. Hebrews 11, one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. As I was struggling over the last four years of everything that had happened in that last marriage, I knew, and I spent that time with Jesus, I knew that there had to be something better and there had to be something different and there had to be something more that could not have been the life that he meant for me so it was faith of things not seen um and so that was the time that i spent with jesus it's just faith just hoping and praying and and little little did i know after those two years i spent with him that he would introduce me to my new husband yeah. who has been nothing but wonderful and a constant support as I continue to walk through this healing journey. Yes. Yes. That's so beautiful. And I just thank you so much for sharing a piece 
of your journey with us. I pray that it gives such hope and such faith to women out there. Ladies, if you're going through something, God will make all things work together for good. Pursue your healing, find a supportive community, and, and we can, we, God will use it for good and we can use our pain for purpose. And Carmen, this is just so beautiful. So ladies, I just want to invite you. I want to invite you to pursue healing. That's my invitation to you. Pursue healing, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's finding a therapist, whether it's getting into scripture, whether it's getting into community, finding a coach, whatever that looks like for you, but pursue it because it is worth it. It is worth it. Carmen, thank you for your time. Is there anything you'd like to wrap up with for our ladies? Just seek Jesus, believe in yourself, and it is worth it. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. You are loved and you are worth it. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose, and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.